0: Hi, it's Sally Wagner. Welcome to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. And today I'm very pleased to introduce our guest, Andrea Mason. Andrea, welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Sally. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you doing?
0: Fabulous. I'm so happy you're here and I'm going to introduce you and then
1: have a conversation. How about that? Excellent. I'm ready.
0: Okay, so Andrea, the Global Voice Mason from AndreaMasons.com, has over two decades of experience in personal development, in social work, and in psychology. She is certified as a global motivational speaker and coach under the mentorship of the one and only Mr. Les Brown. I absolutely love him. Yes. As well as a certified small business entrepreneur, certified professional organizer. And last but not least, Andrea is your personal accountability coach and popular global voice. As a woman of integrity, she is the creator and innovator of the life transformational journey called PLAY, Plan Life According to You. That's a fabulous acronym. Thank you. (laughs) Where she walks alongside you as your personal accountability coach helping you achieve personal freedom through the healing power of forgiveness. Andrea wholeheartedly provides the metaphorical needed bridge that a person must walk across in order to get themselves from where they're currently at to where it is they would like to go. She lovingly reminds you and the entire planet to always follow your heart and not the herd, nor the hurt. And once you achieve personal freedom, you can achieve anything. Andrea arrived in the United States of America at 11 months old, weighing in at only 11 pounds. With these angelic numbers, 1111, ushering her into the land of free, she's become an inspirational living testimony that big dreams can and do come true. Andrea, that's fabulous. Thank you again for being here today.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, absolutely. So I'm really fascinated to hear more about play. Can you tell us more about that? I love the acronym. So maybe just describe how that came to you, how you developed that whole concept.
1: Absolutely. Well, I, everyone knows somewhere deep inside, we all have a We all are a kid at heart. And I loved to play. And as I was go, growing up, during elementary, middle, and high school, and collegiate years. Unfortunately, I fell victim to be a victim of abuse of all kinds, sexual, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and a bully shoved into lockers and trash cans. But what allowed me to carry on and persevere and to be resilient was playing. I played piano since the age of four, and I also entered into the athletic field of soccer. And those were my two outlets that I would either release my my emotions and just had fun. Because on the field, in soccer, we worked as a team. And as a musician, with playing the piano, you can allow your mind to escape. And as music is the universal language, I was, I was able to learn for first listening to music, then reading sheet music. And so I decided through everything that I've been through, my struggles and stripes, that what always allowed me to escape just for a few seconds was just to play, to have fun, whether it be dancing or having a good conversation with a friend. And that is what empowered me to say, you know what, in this crazy game of life, each and every day, all of us have a choice to press play, plan life according to you. Yeah,
0: I, I love that. And that is so important. And the things that you mentioned specifically, the playing music, I mean, I I play the piano, I studied when I was younger and then just kind of left it aside. And uh, probably about three or four years ago, I rediscovered that and started playing again. And what joy, you know, when, when we, as you say, your mind can wander, you can release yourself from all the things that are going on around you. And, It just brings such joy into the world, into each individual life. And then soccer. Um, My husband is a huge soccer fan. He's from Germany. And so, in fact, there's a soccer game going on outside my door right now (laughs) on the television. He's watching it Um, because we're moving into uh, championship seasons, right, with the World Cup coming up soon. Okay. And that is, uh, there's a lot of uh, angst sometimes uh, because of the drama around the game, and yet it is such a joyful thing. Uh, the The beautiful game, isn't that what they call
1: it? Yes. Um, it's, yeah, it's a mixture of art, exercise, and just perseverance. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, you you talk to people, football players, and other peoples in other different sports, and it's one thing to be on a field, but in soccer, you're just running the whole field Mm -hmm. for 90 minutes or 45 minutes. Part of me separated, just back and forth. Yeah. And that was what helped me kind of release my emotions, just running and, and letting my energy out. And then using the skills and tactics that was taught by my coaches. It was just amazing. It was, and it was an amazing journey because one of my missions was, you know, during school, it was really rough academically as well as, you know, dealing with my peers. But I remember my coach always saying, you've got this. What is it that you want to achieve? And I remember saying that, coach, I want to be on the varsity team as a freshman. And I'll remember working with my assistant coach and just doing my due diligence. And I'll never forget the day where. They were like, okay, Andre, it's your time. And I remember making the team. It was just so exhilarating that I was able, not only with my mindset, but with my mentality, my physical, you know, attributes and determination and dedication and drive to make it was just rewarding in itself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how would you work with someone? You, you know, you talk about being that bridge to guide people to use the concepts of play uh, as you define it. How could somebody get started on that path?
1: Absolutely. A lot of us, you know, I do something out of the ordinary because as being in the decade in the industries of social work and psychology in order to be successful and communicate with someone, first and foremost, you have to understand yourself. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you understand the communication between one. And so how I start off with individuals is, I don't dictate, I don't lecture. I just sit back and let them share whatever they may because how many times throughout your day or throughout the week or your life, does someone wholeheartedly want to know about your dreams, your Mm -hmm. goals, without intention, without judgment, and just sit back and listen. And and that's what I do with individuals and some individuals have an agenda and they just don't know how to start. Mm -hmm. Other individuals are just lost because they haven't gotten the time to sit down and really reflect on how they want to live their lifestyle because they're either in a job that pays the bills, but doesn't enhance the mind and enhance the passion. Mm -hmm. And then we label it, excuse me, as work and we don't enjoy it. It's just a, a series of tasks and projects that have to be completed for someone else's dream. And when we have the opportunity to connect with someone who's just like, what do you want out of life? Where do you see yourself? Where are you going? Where do you want to go? And a lot of people don't have that freedom to share that. Yeah.
0: And, and I love that you create that space and that grace for people to do that. I, I talk with coaches sometimes and it, you know we, we hear about evocative coaching, which it sounds like is what you do. That's what I do. And yet there are some coaches who are very directive. And and I've heard coaches say, oh, I was coaching with somebody. And and they said, you know, I'm very successful in their business. And they're saying, you know, I I really don't feel satisfied. I'm really thinking of doing this other thing, you know, devoting themselves to um, social causes. And the coach talked them out of it. And they're like, no. You, yeah. what do you know about doing that? You're better off making all this money and then you can give it away and, and let somebody else do it. And it's like, right. wow, you, you've yeah. missed the whole point of it, right? It's Absolutely. it's not just <clears throat> contributing money, it's contributing ourselves to Absolutely. something that gives us meaning and value in life, not just how big is the check I can write.
1: Absolutely. Uh-huh. And and yeah. that's what I've always kind of took notice of. It's one thing if you're working for the money, it's another thing that you're working from your heart. Yeah. And when you work from your heart, you fall in love with the process. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you have this long, long lasting connection with this individual. Yeah. And it's not about them. You know, it's one thing, to guide, it's one thing to lead. i believe in my opinion, if I'm leading your life, I'm telling you how you should live it. That's not right. If I'm guiding your life, then I may put you out of the comfort zone, like the example you had given and steer you wrong. Mm -hmm. So I walk beside you and we alter their perspectives. We look at the different options outside of the box, the creative Mm -hmm. and innovation component that has been lost in society. And when you get those wheels turning, truth be told, we have everything we need in our, in our, in our soul, in our body, in our spine. Yeah. We've, every, we've already done it. And everybody's different, to each his own. Not everybody's going to appreciate or accept our style of coaching, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not for everyone. Yeah. And that's it's- what, as entrepreneurs, as businessmen and women, we have to take in the heart. Mm-hmm. It's not important to get everyone. It's important to get the right individuals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We we want business. We don't want all business, right? <laughs> right. right. And as you were describing that, it reminded me of, you know, we, we've we been hearing a lot about education and, and how can we make education better uh, if such a thing is possible. And it's kind of like the difference between teaching someone what to think versus teaching them how to think, right? So you're, you're, not, you're not telling them here, do this. You're, you're giving them the tools and the resources so that they can find it for themselves. So you're, you're, you're the light that comes right. on that allows them then to see all the possibilities.
1: And it's funny you mentioned that. I just had a conversation with a doctor from Africa the other day and we were in alignment, it's so important to teach people how to think than to do it for them. And that has been such the difficult strategy, especially in social work and psychology, it was enabling rather than empowering. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of expand their mind, yeah. And really tap into the creative component. You, all you have to do is do maybe one or two suggestions with them and then forget it. Then they'll be like, I have this idea or I could do this. Yeah. And it's really, and I, and I truly believe that with, you know, that's why I love trade schools and Montessori schools as well is because it's hands-on mm-hmm. and what, what I, you know, was sharing with someone a couple of years ago, you have, we have to, update the times with where we are right now, you know? And I know a a little boy who absolutely loves cooking, but doesn't like other areas in school. Mm -hmm. So what we kind of connected was, well, if you're doing a recipe, there you go is math. If you're reading, there you go, you're reading. It's chemistry, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And so when you tap into the passionate side of an individual, Mm -hmm. you've opened the door to exceed their fullest potential. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You you need to connect the mundane to that brilliant vision that they have and the passion that they have. And then it makes sense. sense, right? I mean, I, a perfect example is my my son. You know, he and and it was so difficult for me um, because I always loved school. That was my passion, learning, and right. you know, all of that. And probably not for all the right reasons, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> and right. I was driven in that way, and and he was not. His passion was someplace else, and right. and it, it was kind of a struggle. And you know. And then at some point in my life, I came to appreciate his unique genius. And Mm -hmm. at some point in his life, he came to appreciate the value of learning and because he connected it to his passion.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: you know that went off, and he's like, "Oh, now I get it. Now that I Like
1: moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly." And you know, he he has a a patent, and he has an awesome. invention, and he has more inventions coming. So, you <laughs> know, we we when we get caught up in the blinders of here's the way it needs to go, we
1: miss the brilliance and the genius of people at an individual level. Absolutely, and you can go life with two blinders two sets of blinders, one tunnel vision and not looking like there's possible other ways that can adapt and be accustomed to another one or the other route, be so driven and not welcome in in innovation and creation. It's, it's a balance, right? Because we yes. want that. Uh, and kind of paraphrasing
0: from Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith, that we're we're some sometimes pushed by the pain of our current circumstances until we're pulled by the vision of the life we're called to create for ourselves. And and we want that vision, uh, and yet we don't want tunnel vision. We want right. to have a broad enough uh, field of vision to be able to see all the opportunities as they are presented to us
1: absolutely absolutely yeah,
0: yeah. so uh, could you talk a little bit more about play the acronym uh, Absolutely. Pla- planning life according to you is it did i get it right yes
1: yes correct okay. life according to you because yeah. if you think about it many times as parents we lose sight when we are raising and, and helping our children grow up. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen it more often than none, parents living their dreams through their child. Yeah. And it's really difficult. And it goes back to the example you give about your son, you know, the way you love learning, but he didn't, he had another angle of how he excelled. And we have to kind of erase the false limited beliefs of our past, because if we don't face our past, our past will continue to chase us. Yeah, And it has been really difficult because we come with this baggage of regret, grudge, anger, and frustration. And as I help individuals achieve personal freedom through the healing power of forgiveness, we touch on that because how many individuals out there are still upset about something that happened yesterday, last week, last month, even decades ago? Yeah. How can, how can we forget that? And that's what we have to be mindful of is when we take the opportunity to forgive, not to forget. And a lot of people get confused about that. Mm-hmm. is when we forgive the most important person we should forgive is ourself yeah. Lewis B. Smeads says and I'm going to paraphrase to forgive is to set the prisoner free only to realize that the prisoner is you yeah because we are the ones that are going through the motions going through the experiences time and time again in our head over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I challenge some of the people I connect with. Have you approached the individual? And I'm I'm reminded by somebody I connected with. <clears throat> and they had a falling out with one of their family members. And they were just really, really disappointed and upset. And when we kind of got to the root cause becoming a part of this. Solution as opposed to being part of the problem. What was truly an eye opening and, an, and, and an epiphany for that individual was when we tapped back down into the subconscious and the subliminal and went to the actual event. That individual realized in reality, their family never, never said what they said. They I don't want to say fabricated but they created a f- illusion if you will mm-hmm. that that was created. Yeah. And the individual was just like all these years I'm thinking that this family member said this when it was really my ego and subconscious that was holding on to the incident that I thought they said to me. Yeah.
0: And and we do that all the time. We have those false memories of, uh, you know, being slighted or being, you know, and eyewitness testimony is notoriously unreliable. I'm a lawyer. Many decades ago, I was a prosecutor. And, you know, it's like, great, we got an eyewitness. And it's like, oh, my God, we got an eyewitness. (laughs) And you and you you have multiple eyewitnesses and they all saw something different. And we are the eyewitnesses of our own lives, and our testimony is not reliable. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. in psychology, we always kind of spoke about this situation of you can live in a household with your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandmother, your grandfather, and your aunt, and if you asked that person what happened on such and such a date, holiday, or event. Yeah. There's a multitude of different perspectives on how they interpreted it. Yeah. And yeah. so when I'm working with a personal freedom to achieving achieving it, we have to tap into is it something that you believe, you conceived, or you received. Yeah. And we have to really tap into was what was going on, and part of the process of forgiveness is to be brave and bold enough to civil to respectfully and in a civil matter address the individual and say, Hey, what you said or did really affected me because of ABC. Mm-hmm. But also take the moment to understand the resource of where it's coming from is that all they've known? Is that what they've been, how they've been raised? How they've been programmed? How their lifestyle was, And I remember going through and visiting inmates and patients, inpatient, long-term on the streets. And the rocky road from my supervisors and myself was, I would keep the profile at home. I would not bring it to the session. Mm-hmm. Well, Andre, you can't go into meeting with a client if yeah. you don't know their history, and so my response is that's suggestions, diagnoses, prognosis, and information from their family and friends. I want to not I want to go in there with a blank slate and mm-hmm. hear their version. Then I can dissect and work with them thereafter. Yeah.
0: That that makes so much sense because if you go into the situation with a preconceived notion, and we all have right. preconceived notions, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, but
0: when you go into it with even more uh, that are in a formal report, then it, you know it's that reticular activating system, right? You've right. already decided what you're gonna see. And it, I'm not saying you, but people in general, you know, we've sure. already decided what we're gonna see. And Absolutely. so we have those blinders on and we're not able to see other things that may be even more important. And we miss that whole thing.
1: And I do a little like joking exercise. I say, okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you five words and I, and I want you to think about what you say. So I'll do something like a police officer, a garbage man, a lawyer, a doctor, and a student. Take what you already heard, thought of and erase it because mm-hmm. that's your preconceived notion. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: It's, I, I always tell people, it's not what you don't know that holds you back. It's what you do know that's not true that holds Absolutely. you back. Absolutely. And, and, and the solution is to unlearn all those things that are not true. Sure. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And it's and not that's, easy. That's not where, gonna
0: yeah. yeah the, and, and that's where you come in with play and all right. the things that you help people with. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. 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 So I have a couple more questions. Um, sure. I always say that and then it ends up being more, but we'll, we'll say a couple more. Uh, the first question is, so in my work, I use an acronym called MSG. And that stands for mindset, skill set, get off your asset. Right. And I think that encapsulates a lot of very important principles in life. Yes. So as you look at your life, uh, individually and in your business, in your, your career. What is an overarching principle that you would point to that you believe has contributed to your success?
1: Absolutely. I believe that it would be Excel. Experience. which allows you to learn from your experience and see the different ex, expe, you know, um, perspectives. Mm-hmm. X for excellent, because everything you do is excellent with the right mindset. When you have your mind and body in alignment. C, because you're a constant, you're constantly learning and applying and making adjustments, E for education. And it doesn't have to be from textbooks. It can be as an observer, Mm -hmm. as you know, what I love in the old schools, we did this with with our family, learning apprenticeship, volunteer work. If you wanna go in the industry, learn what a day in the life of that industry is, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then finally L, to live the life you love and love the life you live. So Excel. I love that.
0: I love that. Excel at play. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. And um, so this is kind of a two-part question. First part is share with our audience how people can get in touch with you. And all of this is going to be in the show notes, everybody. So you can write it down right now as she says it. And make sure you check the show notes. And I also understand that you have a free gift that
1: you're offering to people. Yes, absolutely. I can be found on all social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, as well as YouTube. And I do have my website that was mentioned by Sally in the beginning, plural.com And in order to, I truly believe paying it forward. Because when we pay it forward, it's with passion and purity. And it's not anything in return. It's just extending your hand, your gift of time that can never be wasted or taken advantage of and never get back. So as Sally has mentioned, my gift to you is a complimentary 30-minute coaching session with me to get you started on how you can enhance and improve your quality of life to your standards by pressing play. And you can go to my website, andreamasons.com, go to the bottom, email me, and type in, excuse me, Sally's, so I know where you came from. And I look forward to pressing play with you and allowing you to plan life according to you.
0: I love that. What a fabulous gift. Everybody, make sure you do that. Schedule now. Check your calendars and get on Andrea's calendar because you will absolutely love it. Andrea, thank you so much for being here today.
1: It's an honor, privilege, and pleasure. Thank you so much, Sally, for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody, for tuning
0: in. Make Mm -hmm. sure you check in next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast.